Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, the podcast mogul Phil Better, and I am very, very excited. He is a digital marketer, original from Singapore. He's let, he left school at 16 to forge his own path and since has been a web developer, a, profession, a semi-professional poker player, and a professional chef. Like, this man can do it all. He did have a stint for about two years where he decided to visit 10 countries, um, all, while all while working remotely. And he is a big believer in doing what he loves, not just following the status quo. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for my good friend, Derek. Derek, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. Uh, Derek, so I just read out this amazing uh, mini intro that you left me you up, but um, can you give us an introduction to yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got into deciding to be a, a freelancer. Um, yeah, so like, I grew up in Singapore and Singapore just culturally, it's very like, it's a bit more on the conservative side. <laughs> you know, people follow the rules, do what they're told. <laughs> Right, and just kind of like follow the status quo a lot. And that's not, that's never really been me. <laughs> and so when I was like 15, 16, I started kind of basically questioning just like why I was in school, right? Being like, and kind of coming to the realization that I was really only doing school because that's what everyone does. And like, it's not actually that I was really gaining anything from it. And so I figured, you know, it, that, it would be more worth it to leave and just explore on my own, right? So, yeah, so that's kind of what I did. I left school. I started blogging. Um, I started reading Seth Godin's blog, and that's kind of how I got started. Okay. Um, one day I dropped, like, you know, Seth Godin has has a really great way of, like, putting thoughts into, like, oh, yeah. very concisely. And so, like, you know, his blog really spoke to me. And one day, you know, I guess being the courage of like being a young kid, <laughs> I dropped him an email. I just sent him an email with like a random thought. There wasn't even a question. It was just like a thought I had. Um, and he replied to that email and he was like, that's a great thought. And wow. that eventually, like the contents of the email became my first blog post. And that's kind of how I got started. And then kind of since then, right, I've always been just kind of like, you know, doing my own thing and just, you know, the idea of being open to opportunities of whatever comes up, right? So um, back in the earlier days, I would, you know, attend a lot of events, you know, do a lot of networking stuff, right? Meet people, just kind of see what comes up and, you know, and yeah, just try and be prepared for whatever comes along. I love it. I love it. So, so Seth Godin's book kind of like, started your journey his sorry not his book his blog started your journey into yeah. this freelancing world of knowing that hey i'm not tied to a single location you know i don't have to follow the status quo as it is so your your why was because you didn't it was just school wasn't for you yeah i mean a lot of it was just like you know i yeah i wanted to explore i wanted to do something different um you know growing up the dream was always like the my idol growing up was like Steve Jobs, right? The dream was always to create something mm -hmm. and like, you know, leave an impact. Um, yeah, and then I dropped off high school, 
I went to college in the States for like a for two or three semesters and I dropped out of that. And the nomad thing came about because like I didn't want to live in Singapore. I didn't really have any specific place to go and you know, work visas and work permits are difficult to get. So I just kind of, you know, I would just fly to a place. I'd have, you know, a three month or six month travel visa. And then when that ended, I would just go somewhere else. And that's kind of how I ended up doing the like digital nomad thing. Were you blogging the whole time while you were traveling? That Like, was that how you got into this digital lifestyle? Um, yeah, I mean, so I've always been a computer geek. Right? I started, I learned how to code when I was like 11 um, from books, you know, like I taught, I remember being 12 years old and reading like teach yourself C++ in a weekend kind of book. Jesus, <laughs> so... you're more dedicated than I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always been a big computer geek. So, you know, when I left school, going into kind of the digital internet realm was always like, it was just a natural progression. Yeah. And then when I was traveling, by that point, I kind of like slowed down on my own blogging. Um, but I was, you know, working freelance, building websites for like small businesses and stuff like that. You know, started as a web developer as I was traveling. So doing all this, like doing all that has given you this freedom to travel, to live where you want, experience all these things. You must have come up with a, like dozens of memories dozens probably hundreds if not thousands is there one that kind of like just stands out maybe it was uh, a result you got for either building them this great website or something else that you've done for them through your freelancing or a moment where you're just sitting in this amazing vista or whatever like hits you at home and you're just like wow i can't believe i'm um i mean there are definitely a lot of the like i can't believe i'm here kind of moments you know especially when i was traveling um like I went through, like, I remember I spent like two months in the Bahamas and that was an insane, and this, it's more tied to the poker than to the, than to the kind of digital. It's part of your journey as an entrepreneur, because <laughs> yeah. being a poker player is still building a business because you have to get the funds. So you have to learn a skill and yeah. <laughs> go, but yeah, so you were in the Bahamas for poker. Yeah. So I went to play, I went to play the PCA, um, there's a poker tournament there. And it was like, it was pretty insane because, you know, this was like one of the hugest tournaments. I played a few smaller kind of tournaments around Europe and stuff. And so you meet some players. And so at this tournament in the Bahamas, at the end, like there's a closing party. And so, you know, it's just this club. They book it out for like all the poker players. And I was, I was there. And back then when I used to play poker, I would wear, when I played big tournaments, I'd always wear like a suit and tie um, just because, like impression yeah and like the the vibe that you give off um yeah and so we were at the club i was in like my whole get up i ran into one of the other players i'd met from like a previous event in europe he brought me over to like the vip like table section and like a while later um jonathan duhamel who was the like world series winner in like 2011 comes like you know it's at the vip section he comes by and he's like nice suit and then we just start talking and like drinking together and like he brings me over to their like their table where they have like bottles it was it was a really insane night (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that's a heck of a memory to have yeah it was it was a lot of fun and just like you know being like you know i'm parting with these people i've seen on tv right it's 
and you're there. Wow, that's insane. And now let, let's switch it. That's a great memory to have because you wouldn't have gotten that if you didn't just jump into the digital entrepreneurship because yeah, okay. you needed to have some seed money to get to that yeah. level. So let's go into the business side. Is there a memory um, from helping a client reach a goal that they had with you that just cements like, yeah, this is this is why I chose the freedom. Like, yes, being able to be a, a semi-professional poker player on weekends, uh, be funded by my business is great, but like getting those wins for those, do you have a memory of that? Um, I mean, the it's a lot of kind of like small wins, right? Um, you know, when you do digital marketing, it's a lot of kind of small steps and yeah. iterations. Um, one of my, one of the things I remember the most, and it's, it kind of comes down more to like, personal satisfaction right more than for me it's more like yeah a personal thing of mm-hmm. you know we did this and it was really cool like one of the things i remember the most was i was working with a startup that was based in london um and just like doing paid ads for them and you know i had done like a coursera course on machine learning and so we started like kind of doing different forms of testing instead of like a straight a b test we would run like 10 different variations and use like that like linear regression models and stuff to kind of see what factors affected the like click-through rates and stuff like that and just kind of seeing all of that come together and like seeing the results of like you know like being able to take something I've learned from a specific course and apply it you know those, I think those are the things that like stick out to me the most. That is great. That that is that takes your learning to the next level because when you go to your next client, you can just provide this already informed decision on how to run a test or something like that. Yeah. And, or even for your own business, you already have this data to ten x your business because you're you're doing it on you're learning on the uh, someone else's dime. Wow. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we, um, done, like with that client, we did a lot of like that sort of small tests. Right, we did one where we personalized the homepage like headlines based on which ad they clicked. So if the ad says like design your own makeup palette versus create your own makeup palette, right? The homepage headline would be different. And we saw like more than the conversion rates on those personalized pages were more than double. So that like that in itself was like, it's a really small thing to implement, but it's also very easy to implement for any client to go to after that. Wow. Just that by just doing that little, personalization like yeah. makeup or versus create wow like That's making ins- sure your like landing pages match the ads and everything makes such a huge difference wow i didn't even it i didn't even think of that that's that's a huge thing like i know this is a personal win for you and you're you're sharing this win but it's also a huge tip for any of my listeners like when they start doing their ads because obviously organic works only for so much you can only build up so much with organic you start paid ads is where you start seeing the the millionaire status uh implemented but just knowing like uh this little tip from a win that you got for a client that's a little personal satisfaction will start them off huge when they start even doing those paid ads. yeah definitely it's something that like every new client i go to that's one of the things i like i've started bringing into pretty much every client now yeah it's because it's a it's a quick win to show that you know what you're talking about and then the next time you get to learn something with those clients you bring it into the next client and every client gets better and better wow that's insane um derek do you have another tip if you care to share like let's let's look at the people wanting to become into your world of freelancing like 
being a freelancer or something like that they're they don't want to build a business they just want to have that like lifestyle of being able to jump around and travel uh, for two years you know um what kind of tip do you have for them to start this kind of like digital nomadic i mean i think on a like personal level right for most people the bigger thing that holds them back is like the fear elements right you get worried about money you get worried about not knowing the right people right and yeah and that's the thing that like stops most people it's not you know actually having the skills is not right the skills and knowledge a lot of people have that from their their day jobs or whatever it may be it's the mindset aspect right and so for me a lot the kind of biggest tip i always give people is to kind of break it down into small steps and you know figure out and just focus on like the next tiny step right and not kind of worry about the big like the big goal that's a lot more daunting and scary so like for example there was once when i did um this was like when i was 20 i was like i want to do like a small concert for myself <laughs> um cuz like i used to like dabble in songwriting a bit and it's like you know i want to just you know it's something i've always wanted to do so we booked out a uh, like and you know thinking of like i want to put on a show for myself really big scary project right yeah. so then we break it down into like what's the first thing you need right um maybe like it's a location or maybe it's a song right and so you focus just on that right and if it's like let's say you start with getting a location right the first you can break that down even smaller into what's the first step of finding a location is shortlisting 10 possible places to reach out to right and if you focus on that and your thought is just i need to find 10 places to reach out to instead of i need to like put together this show and you just do it step by step that way it gets a lot less scary and you get confidence as you go right each step you mm-hmm. take you get more and more confidence and like you know the confidence comes through like small victories i love it. it's true it's I, and i'm just thinking about it like i've always wanted to put on a uh, uh, a talk for podcasting in my area and like it's always been such a huge daunting thing cuz like oh my god like i have all these things and as you're talking about it, like no you just need to pick a venue and i'm like shit yeah. <laughs> like yes i already have a venue i know a venue that's going to say yes to me okay that that's that that's like 80% of the problem yeah and then once the... you reach out to them once they say yes right that gives you even more drive to move forward with it yeah right? instead of thinking about like five steps down the line and then it gets much scarier my god this is awesome um thank you very much for that tip uh cuz it already solved a problem for me <laughs> um so i know it's going to solve something for my audience um what what's next like what is something what what is a goal that you have um the you know i have a list of like 40 like life projects that i want to do ranges from like one day i want to write a book to you know i want to open a restaurant in the next like 5 to 10 years um at the What moment, would your restaurant be on? Um, my restaurant, I like the fine dining kind of stuff. So my background was the creative fine dining, like seven, twelve course tasting menus kind of places. Um, so I did a pop up in Singapore earlier this year, actually. Um, and if I open the restaurant, it will be built around that concept, actually. Um, so I did a pop up where the idea was to encourage people to have like deeper conversations over the meal, mm-hmm. right? you know coming from a marketing perspective you always ask like what is a product for right the idea of like apple isn't about computers it's about creativity etc so for me you know a meal is about as much as the food is important as about bringing people together 
right? And sharing memories with your loved ones. So what we did was each guest, you get a 12, like 12 personal values, love, happiness, peace, stability, etc. Mm-hmm. You choose seven of the 12 and you get a seven course meal based on what you chose. Wow. So if you and your partner have like four of the same and three different ones, you get four courses, the same dish, three courses, a different dish. And we encourage a conversation of like, why did you choose that? So yeah, that's kind of the big goal in the next five, 10 years is I'd want to open a restaurant that's like built around that concept. So you did a pop-up of this. Yeah, I did like a weekend, like three. And two, what three was the, services. I'm so interested in knowing what the feedback was from it. <laughs> um, the first day was a bit of a shit show, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it was just, it was very messy. But the second, third day, it's like, it was, the feedback was pretty good. Like people were, people really enjoyed it. They were like, it's really, you know, it's really unique. It's a different experience. I, my God, just doing that around Valentine's Day yeah. and like, <laughs> you, oh my God, it would be, a, it would sell out because it's such a unique thing. Because like first dates, it would be great for first dates. Yeah, one of, one of my friends actually brought a date to it. <laughs> And I think they're still together now. That's like four months ago. So yeah, no, because <laughs> it, it wasn't it, the worst date, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, but it allows you to have these like great conversations. Like, what are your values when it comes to yeah. love, or what is your values when it comes to certain things? When you look for, or like, what do you want to talk about in this meal? You can use your food to dictate the. Oh my god, the marketing for that restaurant is just over the top. Yeah. So you know, kind of like even in my work as a chef, right? Like. Everything ties in, right? Like the marketing background. If you, I think if you pay attention enough, like no matter what paths you take, there are things you can always kind of tie in together. And, you know, Steve Jobs had a thing about when you look back, the dots will always connect. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's something I've slowly been noticing. I love it. I love it. Um, Derek. Uh, I'm having a great time talking with you. I, I I really want to try your restaurant when it does. So I'm going to definitely keep you in my Rolodex. Um, I want to ask you Spark, which is the Spark the Conversation by Seek Discomfort. Everybody in the realm who listens to my show knows how much I love Spark. Um, here it is. Have you ever felt like you could never truly repay someone for something they did for Please explain. <laughs> hmm, it's a good question. Um, this not, it's not really a specific like thing per se i think for me it's more just like people and like the relationships where like you know some of my closest friends who've kind of you know always been there and such right it's that's that of like i don't think i can ever like you know repay like that friendship and all um like people who've stuck by me and all that but there's no i don't think there's a specific like like one specific thing in itself that yeah okay I love it. Um, Derek, we're coming close to the end. I'm going to jump off the screen here. I'm going to let you have the last little bit. Please tell my audience where they can find you, how they can support you, and uh, the the floor is yours, sir. Um, yeah, so you can find me at DerekQua.com. Um, there's a, I have a f- kind of free PDF download on like five steps to overcoming your fears, to like doing what you love. So a lot of what we're talking about of taking those small steps and such and i also still do like freelance marketing work so if anyone has like you know paid ad stuff or like content marketing or really any digital side that you need help with you can feel free to drop me an 
email all my contact details is on my website at derekkua.com. Awesome. Derek, I want to thank you very much for sharing your unique journey into freelancing and how it's given you the uh, opportunity to be partying in the Bahamas with some very professional poker players. Um, to my audience, make sure you check out the links down below if you want to get that uh, free PDF so that you can take those uh, steps to start having a freedom that you're looking for or living the life like Derek uh, does. It seems like I'm going to download that because that's a life I want. Um, but as always, the links are in the show notes down below. I thank you so much for listening, Derek. Again, thank you for being on the show and sharing your story. It was a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I know it's great. Ladies and gentlemen of the audience, you know what to do. Always invest in yourself.